0: Hello, I'm Paula Jenkins, a transformative life coach and retreat leader. Welcome to Jumpstart Your Joy, a podcast that talks about the stories of people following their hearts, finding work that lights them up, and looking at how joy plays a part in their journey. To learn more about this podcast, head on over to jumpstartyourjoy.com. And if you want to find out more about me, you can go to my website at paulajenkinsonline.com. Hello, and welcome to episode 12 of Jumpstart Your Joy. This week's podcast is going to be a little bit different. I usually do an interview format show, but this week, partly because it's the week before Thanksgiving, and partly because you guys have heard me do interviews for the last 11 weeks, and I thought it might be fun to turn the microphone on myself. And partly because I'm part of this really amazing group of bloggers and coaches that are all writing about what Teresa is calling the weeks of self. And today is my day, and I get to do something about self-acceptance. And so, for episode 12, I figured I would talk about the crossroads of joy, transformation, and self-acceptance. Part of what I'll be including for today is a little bit that I wrote, because my very first episode, I had intended to act as an introduction to me for those people who may be listening for the first time might want to know more about the person behind the podcast. Instead, I went ahead and aired the episode with Kathleen Davies, which I think was an excellent choice. And she proves to be one of people's favorite episodes. And she is always a a joy to speak with. So some of this was my introduction that I wanted to share with you guys before I even started speaking to you. So I'll read that. And then I'm going to tie it back in to transformation and self acceptance. So I hope you enjoy getting to know a little bit more about me. So, welcome to Jumpstart Your Joy. This is my first, well, my 12th podcast. And so it seemed only right to introduce myself and my story to you so you could get to know me and why I chose the topic of joy as the glue that binds this podcast together. I'm Paula Jenkins a 17-year veteran of marketing, of web production, and technology. Just over five years ago, after the birth of my son, I was living in the grips of post-traumatic stress disorder. And it was a paradox of wanting to feel joy because I just had my son, but not being able to do so. It was such a strange sensation to know there was something so wrong and so off inside that I felt the need to To really fight to become whole. And my mother's instincts to give my son, my family, and myself a shot at happiness. Well, I knew I had to find a way to be present with him and with myself and with my family first. To stop reliving a few fearful, awful moments on playback And to end the worry that something else bad could happen at any moment, I had to first find a way to live and feel in the moment and and then learn to live and feel joy in the moment. It's never easy, and it's still not easy. But joy is a choice, and even when you simply can't feel joy or happiness, you can fight to get closer to it. That fight may mean taking one step to call another doctor or ask for someone to help. But the steps add up and lead you closer to peace, and then to joy. This podcast has been on my heart for a very long time. My more recent life experiences have helped refine the lens, and yes, the movie Inside Out addresses this too. I want to talk about joy, about happiness, or the learning to be really happy, and the changes that that makes in the course of a person's life. It's important. It's not fluffy. It's hard fighting for joy. And it's possibly the hardest thing I've ever done. But it's also been the best journey I've ever been on. The guests for this show are people who all know about the journey. They may have fought for joy in work, in a hobby, as a core value, even for other people. But they've been on the journey and they have a story to share. It's my hope that I can tease out the stories of joy so that you, the audience, can see and and feel and learn from their learnings the intent of jumpstart your joy is to own your own joyful journey or to add to the journey you're already on at the heart of this podcast is love acceptance and a celebration of choosing joy since joy is not a destination but a state it takes mindfulness to get back there or an intent to stay with the work of being joyful it's fleeting So my hope is that by sharing our stories, each of us will feel uplifted, supported, and inspired to stay on the path to actively chase joy. Now, here's where my notes ended, but I did indicate that some of my choice around joy I know links back to the work of Walter Capps. He was a professor at UC Santa Barbara who led a class called Voices of a Stranger, it was part of the Religious Studies program, but it was unlike any Religious Studies class that I had ever taken before. And I was a Religious Studies major. But every week, Walter Caps would pack the largest lecture hall on campus, and every week he would bring in a new guest that would talk about their own journey. Some of these journeys were joyful, for sure, and some were so different than any voice I had ever heard before like the green beret in Vietnam when he realized that they were being ambushed and that victory was an unlikely end result for his friends and his and his fellow green berets well he started grabbing their their berets and their dog tags as he saw them falling and held them and clutched them close because he knew he had to take those back to their families Now, this isn't a story necessarily of joy in that moment for sure, but it was a story of of passion and of purpose and of wanting to return things to the family members back home, something I had never heard from a person before. These stories changed our lives week after week, and that's why that class was so very popular and, I think, so very impactful. Sadly, Walter Caps passed away shortly after he was elected in the House of Representatives for the Santa Barbara region of California. I wish that I had gotten to talk to him for this podcast because, really, our intents are so similar. One of the things that Walter Caps wanted to do, I know for certain, was to bring this notion of welcoming our veterans home, especially those that had fought in Vietnam. Because unlike any war that we had had before, they were actually met with scorn. And so another story that I jotted in these scribbled notes before I started this podcast was that of Father Evan, who is a priest that I've met in doing and leading retreats. He's the one that taught me about the mission of Welcome Home. But in essence, these two gentlemen were teaching us, they continue to teach us this message of I see you. You are one of us. We play on the same team. Your feelings are real. You matter. You are family. Welcome home. You deserve to be loved, and you are lovable. You were flawless and perfectly made. Welcome home. At the heart of choosing joy, and let me be clear though, choosing joy is not a naive, simply stubborn, or thinly chosen path. Amy Ivozade talked about this in her own choice to sparkle every day in episode 2. She's a fertility specialist that shares the news of pregnancies with women, both the exciting news of you're pregnant and the heart-wrenching news of you've lost the baby. These extremes of emotions sometimes are back-to-back, you know, two uh, two appointments in a row. I love that she shared that bit about how she often has to jump between those two things and the toll that it, it took on her. It isn't an emotionally easy job. But her, her determination to sparkle every day is very similar to my, my explanation of we must choose joy and keep choosing it. Joy is not for the faint of heart nor the naive. Joy takes effort. It needs to be teased out, reassured, invited sometimes. I wonder if joy is shy, if it hides, if joy sometimes, like a small child, needs to be reassured that it's okay to be herself. After all, as a society, we often admonish each other over being too joyful or over being too happy. But I think our joy is our natural state, or some level of joy is our natural state. I believe we are naturally loving, we are accepting beings, until ego tells us otherwise and fights to take over. Ego is loud and brash and sounds so self-confident. And partnered with fear, well, these two are pretty convincing. And that's where transformation comes into play. Maybe like me, you've gotten to the point where the stuff you thought was important just no longer is. I remember a slow realization. Something easing over me about 10 years ago, after being a super motivated type A perfectionist, I remember just slowly wondering, why am I fighting so hard to get stuff done? To participate in the climb, to sell credit cards or bleach or car polish, and yes, those are the brands I worked on in digital marketing. And this is not coming from ego, but I, but I worked on brands that you know. And I worked on campaigns that you saw. I loved creating. I loved producing work. But then I just started questioning the why. Curiosity is closely related to joy. They are neighbors. They are sisters. They are BFFs. Joy and curiosity definitely play together. And they jumped in and they started asking why. Why? Like when my son was a toddler, it was constant. Why? The question of why? Well, it knew no boundaries, and it asked itself about everything. I think why, and until just now, I had never really thought of why as a character, but it totally is. Why moves every plot, including my own. But now, I had curiosity in why, looking out for something more, looking for joy, and the whole thing. When they get a chance to run in a click together, will they get noticed. I figured out over the last year that transformation really is my jam. And I'm not joking. It's at the heart of all the stuff I've loved. And it lights me up. If I just listed them out, this sound, m- might sound somewhat hysterical or ridiculous, but Little House on the Prairie, wanting to be an astronaut. Louis Pasteur, the guy who discovered antibiotics, and wrote one of my very favorite quotes, the chance favors the prepared mind. David Bowie and Boy George, the ancient Near East, which was what led me to religious studies, the story of Jesus, the story of Saint Francis, leading retreats, creating websites, DIYing the hell out of my house, making forts with my son, or making a BB-8 costume out of papier-mâché—all of these are transformative. And each of them, well, they all just light me up. The realization that I love transformation, well, this was huge. I love the hope, the passion, the determination, love, creativity. And I believe that joy comes from transformation. And here's where we come back to the Father Evans story. So I was 10 or 11 years ago. I was attending a retreat that my best friend had invited me to. And we were sitting in the chapel after a long day of, I don't know, talking about change, I think. And we were invited to come up for a blessing at the end of this. And so I stood in line... And as I got up to the front, I stepped forth. I had expected that the priest would stand and do a blessing over me, just as he had done with everyone else. But instead, he stepped down off of the altar. He put his arms around me, and he said, Welcome home. And what he didn't know was that I was there, right at the very end of a long divorce process. I was there wondering what the hell was going on with my life. And I was there even questioning if God still loved me because I felt like I had broken this sacred vow, this vow that I had given this husband that I was no longer with, and this vow that I had given to God and my family, and I felt like I had let everybody down. And so there in this little bitty chapel up on a hill, This sweet old priest steps down from the altar, puts his arms around me, and says just two words, welcome home. And it was with those two words that I was transformed. And it was with those two words that joy became possible. Love, acceptance, welcome home. In becoming a certified life coach, I had another welcome home moment. Many of the clients I've worked with have met this same character of why, as we were talking about, and they are looking for more in their own life. They've lost sight of that pure sense of joy, and they wonder where she went. Some are just plain confused by the climb of corporate America and where it's taken them. Others have had an event, similar to my own birth of my son, that added new stress to their life. Still others have been stay-at-home moms that wanted to get back to Welcome Home. I love dancing in that space. When curiosity and joy and why join forces, oh my gosh, it's fun to play with that. And when I get to see other clients find themselves in the midst of that and remember and rediscover what lights them up, I get to participate with them in their own Welcome Home moments. This leads me to the heart of what embracing welcome home means to me. It means accepting yourself, accepting who you are at the core. It means dropping the shoulds, letting go of what other people have dreamt for you. It means getting still and quiet and asking what joy, who may very well be your own inner child, will what joy wants and needs. For me, little joy had a name. She wore a fluffy dress, like the one I wore on my own sixth birthday, and the very day that I got a very perfect little dog who I named Buffy. And in 1978, this was long before there was ever a vampire slayer. My own inner critic's name is Bernice, and when I met her, again, last year, she was shy, she was hiding in a corner, and she was so scared And while I hadn't thought of it until now, all she wanted was to be seen and embraced and told, welcome home. In accepting yourself, you're peeling away the years of ugly, once trendy, chosen by somebody else, wallpaper. And it's the wallpaper that was put up by ego and fear. They put that up to make you more presentable or make you look like everybody else or get you the good job or let you fit in. It's their job and it worked out. You are where you are today. But that wallpaper is covering up the real you. It may have never really represented you. Your true wants, your true love, your true joy, your curiosity or your why. It's just fine and it is what it is. Part of the idea is not to judge the decorating taste of ego and fear, but to accept that it's part of the journey. In looking at the decisions you've made, at whatever has brought you to this moment, I've learned to treat the powerhouse of ego and fear with kindness too. It turns out they are just as scared and protective and in need of that same loving embrace that says welcome home as the rest of your emotions. So in uncovering, in peeling back thinking and habits and thoughts and decisions that have been in place for years, in seeing what they offer, in accepting the lessons, you eventually do get to the core of who you are. It's there intact, whole, just as you were when you were born. Only as an infant, you didn't have the adult questioning and experienced mind to ask yourself, what do you really want to do when you're here on this planet? Hey you, what lights you up? And in getting still and in being quiet, the answers start to emerge. Joyful answers. The no-toggle kinds of answers. The answers that light you up. And it's all right there at the crossroads of joy and transformation and self-acceptance. And that's what I think is really at the heart of this podcast. It's really what's at the heart of Jumpstart Your Joy. Hearing stories where people have listened to joy where they have followed curiosity and kept asking and answering the question of why. They've practiced self-acceptance, and they've been open to transformation. For some guests, there's no huge life-shattering event that comes into play or that causes the transformation. For others, that kind of event is part of their journey. It's all about Accepting and loving what is, which of course is a hat tip to byron katie and if you're quite if you're curious about that, please go back and listen to Molly's episode, which is number ten, or in the case of Brady and Amber Black, who are episode eleven, it's returning to drawing after finding oneself in a season of emotional and literal desert living to return home and now serve others. Or for me, it's finding out that my craft is teasing out transformation and being a loving and joyful guide for others on the journey home to self-acceptance and to joy. So if I turn the tables on myself and ask myself that very last question that I've been asking my guests now, how do I see that I could jumpstart joy in my life, in the lives of others, or in the world? Here's how I would answer it today. First, I would follow it. I would follow Joy wherever it calls you and just go. It might sound crazy, but like Liz Gilbert talks about in Big Magic. And if you haven't read it, you really need to. Joy is a trickster, not a martyr. Joy is amazing. The second way, if you can't find Joy per se, I would suggest that you sit with her best friends, curiosity, and why. They are guides And they are wise. And third, I would say welcome whatever it is that you find when you start looking for joy. She may not come out and be a parent right away, but I think that life or the universe, it gives you this daisy chain of events that unfold before you as you go. One little spark, one little nudge, kind of like Matt would in his journey to become the voice of General Grievous, he listened to one little spark that said, hey, I want to go and spend the summer at ACT. And sure, from there, then everything unfolds. The daisy chain becomes possible because he listened in that one moment to go and study. And so if you hear the voice return back, something that sounds just kind of plain crazy, I say go for it. Because my own journey has been so similar back when I did an exercise at one of those early retreats, which is, is now something I actually teach on my own, which is the what's, what lights you up, um, workbook. And I'll link to that in the show notes. But back when I did that very exercise, I realized that I missed acting. I missed being in front of people. And actually, not unlike the way that Matt Wood discovered his love of acting, I went to ACT and I studied acting and then I went to improv. And actually, it was improv that changed everything. I started following some of the advice there of accepting all offers, which in the improv world, if somebody enters a scene and says, Hello, Dr. Brown, well, then you, as the actor, are supposed to say back, Well, hello. It's fine to see you, Dr. Jones. And in doing so, you've accepted the offer of you being a doctor and being in a doctor's office. If you did the opposite, you would be doing what they would call blocking. And that ends the scene right then and there. And so shortly after I was done with improv, I started saying yes to a lot more things. And I would say that that, in fact, is what led me down the path of being a retreat leader and eventually finding my way to life coaching. I have a favorite quote from Brennan Manning, the author of The Ragamuffin Gospel, and he writes, When I get honest, I admit I am a bundle of paradoxes. I believe and I doubt. I hope and get discouraged. I love and I hate. I feel bad about feeling good. I feel guilty about not feeling guilty. I am trusting and suspicious. I am honest and I still play games. Aristotle said that I am a rational animal. I say I am an angel with an incredible capacity for beer. To live by grace means to acknowledge my whole life story, the light side and the dark. In admitting my shadow side, I learn who I am and what God's grace means. I really encourage you guys to get quiet and get curious and see what comes up for you in that search for joy in that search for transformation and ultimately self-acceptance, I want to say to each of you, welcome home. I hope that you enjoyed this different kind of program for Jumpstart Your Joy, and I would really love to hear what you think and get your feedback on it. If you'd like to go over to jumpstartyourjoy.com, you can leave comments on episode 12, and I'd love to hear from you. Or if you want to go over to Facebook, and join the community at Welcoming Spirit, which is my blog's name. I would love to hear from you there. Next week on Jumpstart Your Joy, I have Tabitha Marie. She is the founder of God's Love Mail. They do goodie bags for children who are in the hospital, and they also send out love mail to any, of any children that request it. It's a completely self-funded mission that she and her family have taken on. And it brings her so much joy. I think you'll really love getting to meet Tabitha. As you sit down uh, with your families this Thanksgiving, uh, I want to wish you the happiest of holidays. I hope that your days are just filled with so much joy.